Hello everyone, welcome to the Strip Down to Love podcast where the essence of love comes from within. I am your host, Jennifer. Thank you so much for listening to the Strip Down to Love podcast and being here with me in this very moment. As always, to start, take a deep breath in and out. Imagine the softest white light coming down and embracing your body. It is gentle, it is soft. Take a deep breath in and out. You can pause here and do this practice as many times as you need to and continue when you are ready. Now that you have done this, say, I am relaxed, I am here to remember, and I am ready to continue. I urge you to remember you are an investment. By investing and sharing with you, I invest in myself, and we, together, give back to humanity. You deserve to remember and really enjoy life. So, let's strip down to love. Today is the strip down to love the act of kindness edition. Kindness, as we hear, can go a long way. Today, we will explore kindness and how it can affect a person's life, whether it being performing an act of kindness or receiving an act of kindness. Kindness can be described as a gentle nudge of help, an act that occurs during a time when one doesn't expect it but needs it the most. The energy of kindness is soft with a loving undertone. This form of kindness is done without expectation. It is just done. Instantaneously, a safe place is created. I think that's so beautiful. It can last for seconds or it can last many years. So, Me and kindness, we used to have a relationship that was filled with a lot of resistance. I take full responsibility for that. So as you know, I lived in fear for a long time in the sense that I would be hurt even by helping someone. So I had a lot of boundaries up where I would only show kindness to the people that were in my circle, the people that I trusted. People that I trusted wouldn't hurt me or lead me down a path that would hurt me. There were stipulations placed on when I showed kindness because I also felt like I would have to give more than I had and for a long time, I had nothing to give. It doesn't have to be that way though that's why I'm here telling you it doesn't have to be that way. I had so much standards and stipulations placed on when I should be kind that, well, now that I think about it, it was not fair to the people in my immediate surroundings. Like I stated earlier, when one performs an act of kindness, you instantly create a safe space for another human being. You're responsible for that, and to me, that is very honorable. 
I can't tell you how many times a person was kind to me and I was surprised and relieved. I was in the right place at the right time with a person that had kindness to spare, kindness to share, and kindness to send me. I am grateful for those moments because I did not have to go above and beyond to show someone my worth. They just did it. Kindness came when I needed it the most, which in the past I felt like I had to prove myself to get a kind gesture or to have someone stay. If you don't know my story yet, you can refer to episode one. I'm here to say kindness has no expectations. It is what it is. Accept it for what it is. When I show kindness, this is how it makes me feel. It makes me feel calm and gratified. It makes me feel like the world stops in that very moment and no other outside factors influence that safe space that I have created. One doesn't know how they affect another when an act of kindness is performed. You see or sense someone that needs assistance, that needs help, and you help them. Compassion. You essentially are boosting them with love. This is a very deep topic for me because the people who showed me kindness don't know the breadth of how far it went. Whether it be my friends answering a phone call or a text message, my mother answering the phone and listening to me be in my own head, or my father traveling from Hawaii to Montana when I used to live there just to see me and just to give me a hug. Those acts of kindness were very important into in helping me see another day, helping me go to bed and wake up the next day. Without those acts of kindness, it would have been a very, uh, a much more difficult journey and I wouldn't have those memories to speak on and those memories to embrace and those acts to make into my own and to share with someone else. Mm. But, but enough about me. Today, we have a guest. In this episode, I have the pleasure of meeting with a registered nurse. Her name is Malia, and I used to work with her in the hospital. Um, I don't think that she knows this, but when I used to work with her, I, I, I looked up to her, and I always wanted to emulate the presence that she brings. She is a very kind and sweet soul, and by the way, I don't think that she knows that I look up to her, but because of her, um, the way she carries herself, I thought to myself, I want to be like her. So when she watches and listens to this podcast, I hope that she is pleasantly surprised. I thought that it would be a good idea to bring her on today 
because of because like I said I look up to her and the way and I want everyone to just feel that energy and feel what kindness is all about through her words and through us exchanging um, words and talking a little bit of story. Malia has finally made it to the Strip Down to Love studio, and we are so happy to have her here today. So thank you so much for coming to see us and to be with us today. We appreciate thank it. Thank you for having <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, without further ado, Malia is going to tell us a little bit about herself, and then we will ask her the pertinent questions of today's topic, which is the act of kindness. Hi, my name is Malia, and I am a wife, a mother and a registered nurse, and I am a caregiver in the truest sense. Um, I have over 20 years of medical experience. I started my career as a medical assistant, and then I went for my certified nurse assistant, and then now I'm a registered nurse. I have 17 years of hospital experience, with 16 years of those as an RN. I started off with my associates, and as the children grew, I was able to go back for my bachelor's. Mm -hmm. And now I've finished my master's in leadership and management. So <laughs> Amazing. Nursing is one of my greatest joys. And just like having the knowledge and the ability to help people, um, it empowers me um, to, to help them, and it makes me feel good, especially when I know the, the people that I love, I have that ability to help them. So moving on to our first question, how is it working as a nurse in a hospital with COVID? You can talk about how it changed your methods or prioritizing your workflow. So the effects of COVID was first felt in March of mm -hmm. last year. And mm -hmm. it was just really scary because we just didn't know what, like how to fight this virus, how to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we just had to show bravery, not just for ourselves, but for others in our community and our families. Mm -hmm. um, we couldn't have start this downward spiral of like, if you felt like you couldn't handle it, then and you felt more toward yourself, caring about only for yourself, and you start calling in sick, and then more people will call in sick. So I was just so blessed that we have like this awesome team at the hospital where like we we're just like okay we're gonna do this and we're gonna be for here for each other wow so um and to just to be in if you're gonna be in leadership you don't need to hold a title but you just need to show like an example so mm -hmm. and it's if you want to receive kindness and spread kindness you need to show it yourself so there we you need go, to everyone. start with with ourselves and you know with kindness it's like okay you're gonna I'm gonna be kind to you you can be kind to me mm -hmm. it's like a complete um transaction but in life in in the nursing floor <laughs> yes you have patients and you have families mm -hmm. where you can be the kindest person but mm -hmm. they're not gonna give you that back to you so it's not reciprocated yes, yes. and with with patients, it's um, they were like sometimes with COVID, they're always on the call light and just for their little things, mm -hmm. and you're like, ah, oh, like what's going on? Like mm -hmm. you're always like so busy, but with COVID, we needed to take that extra time just to be with them. Okay, sit down with them, take that time, the extra five minutes. Even though you like 
everything else is going crazy in your world. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And some patients really believe that they were going to die when they came into the hospital. Like, mm. COVID, like, I'm going to get sick and die. So it's important that we found out, like, what is their perspective and take on the situation. And I had this one patient Beautiful. where he was just like, you know, every time I'm in the hospital, I have my wife here to t- to be with me. Mm. And that is just like a healthy coping mechanism that we took away from him. So just giving him the compassion, the kindness, that extra help, it's turned him from like, oh, this hard, grouchy old man patient <laughs> to him being nicer to us, just taking that time. Yeah, so you softened his heart by showing kindness and you know that is one of the that's why we're sitting here today and sorry as a disclaimer as you can hear there are (laughs) there is construction going on next door um but we'll continue anyway and just going back to that question it's being kind to our coworkers, because mm-hmm. in this time of COVID, like everybody was stressed out. Like mm-hmm. people have kids, people have older parents at home. They didn't want to like bring it home to them. So sometimes they would kind of be short tempered or mm-hmm. act a little bit like, whoa, what happened? And yeah. it's just like pulling them on the side. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm just worried about this and this and this. Like, okay, so take a breather. Like go outside for five minutes. I'll take care of your patients. Like, Sometimes it's just like showing that you care, mm-hmm. even though you're not able to come up with like all their solutions or all their problems, mm-hmm. but giving them that like lending hand. Hey, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and time. Yeah. Um, like undivided attention where no outside factors play a part in in that safe space like I had talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is some good stuff, you guys. Is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, with COVID, it's just like we needed to spend that extra, have that extra patience and extra kindness for not just our patients but our staff too, because everybody's mm-hmm. going through this. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, because when when we go to work, we put on maybe like a different suit, but ultimately we're still human. And even your coworkers are still human. So like she said, it is okay. And it works out actually better for the entire team if each one takes a little bit of time to know the etiology or the root of maybe anxiety or short tempers like she had talked about. And it's like when you go into a patient's room, you need to be aware of the energy you're giving out. Because mm-hmm. if you're going into yes. a patient's room and you have like this, you're saying all the right words, but like your action and your tone is off. Yes. They're going to pick up on that. And yes. so we need to be aware of that. And so we can spread more kindness and to have more patience. So. Perfect. Yeah. So are you ready for the next question? Okay. Do you? So the next question is really important to me, as you guys would see in part one of this um, uh, of this video and podcast. Do you have to trust someone to be kind to them? I give out trust to everyone when I first um, meet them because I believe in giving people the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. and then what they do in that substantial, like in the substantial behaviors, will determine if they keep that trust. Mm-hmm. But 
kindness crosses every barrier, even untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that need the most kindness is usually the people who are like the most hardest to love because they just like, and they're usually sensitive people where like they grew up and people just hurt them and hurt them and hurt them and they just build and build and build and build this wall and they because they just don't want to get hurt. Um, yes. But they just end up hurting themselves in the end. So just like even though they're not nice all the time, you just have to continue to be kind to them and to really generate that energy Yes. Um, and then eventually you will or you might not get to that hard exterior. And when you find that true self, that's mm-hmm. the, that's when um, you get to know the real person. And that's when it feels um, that you have done your job with kindness. Mm-hmm. And genuine. Like, yeah. And mm-hmm. most of the people with like this like hard exterior are like the biggest teddy bears. Like, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so I'm. Of course, I I just I totally love what you just said. Um, A lot of that that question goes back to part one. And that is such a a beautiful answer. And I hope I hope you guys can um, take away like so much from what she just had answered. So ready for the next one? Okay. Is there something you did different during this this time of, of COVID? know as I age like now I'm 41 I've shifted my perspective from like um self Mm. um and just like realizing other people's negative behavior is not a reflection of my behavior or interaction with them but like their internal struggles (laughs) so and some struggles are (laughs) rooted in their childhood so I can only be kind to them Mm -hmm. to be kind to them um, so we just have, sometimes we have like coworkers are short tempered and like you ask them for a simple thing and they just like blow up and like, whoa, what's happened? Like, yeah. I didn't do anything. But instead of like meeting that situation with more hostility and just like building and building, building, like, let's just break down the wall and like, let's just see where this thing is coming from. Is it like they have marital problems, family health concerns, or just mm-hmm. like having a bad day? Um, yeah. And looking at like is the request realistic or are they like drowning in work because like sometimes you ask people to do one thing and they're like the only person on the floor and then you're like adding one more thing um so kind of assessing the situation also yes um and that doesn't mean that you accept bad behavior Mm. and enabling it but like to identify it to point it out and find appropriate uh, solutions yep so Telling them that it like lamps yelling at you or doing whatever is unacceptable, but being kind to them and just recognizing when they need help. So that's when like emotional intelligence comes in. Intelligence comes in is like identifying when people are drowning and you gotta jump in and help them. Mm-hmm. And when people are struggling, that's the most the most time that you have to show them kindness. And showing them like healthy coping mechanisms. Yes. And sometimes humor might be um, <laughs> Yes. <too. laughs> um, I want to go back to the like meeting hostility with hostility part. So for me, I've noticed in the past where when you meet hostility with hostility, it's just it creates more of that. It's more of an explosion. And it doesn't necessarily mean that when you don't meet hostility with hostility, 
or or with sorry when you meet hostility with kindness that one person won't drown it's like it may be able to like malia was talking about is help to decrease that severely heightened lower mm, vibration i guess you could say and to change that energy in a different way mm-hmm. so it, it's not when you meet hostility with hostility it doesn't people may think well i have to stand up for myself but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that yeah. it, in, in any sort of way you could be standing up for yourself by showing them what you are about um from a soft place mm-hmm. so Have you seen a change in staff and their attitudes? And what is one thing you do to be of service to your coworkers? Well, you kind of, you know, touched on that a lot. Mm-hmm. So to assist them emotionally, or what has someone done for you to assist you emotionally? What type of difference or impact did it make? Um, I think emotionally, we are all at risk to having a bad day. And the ability to show kindness even with hostility, is a sign of maturity. Um, and it comes, sometimes it comes with age, sometimes it's just a situation happens and it just wakes you up like, oh. Yeah. yeah. So it's turning like your, from your self-perception to like what's actually going out in the world. Yes. Um, I feel that your attitude when you wake up in the morning can carry you throughout the day. So if you're going to wake up and you're going to like, oh, this is crappy day, I hate my job, I hate you're usually you're probably gonna have a crappy day (laughs) (laughs) so you will attract the energy that you give out yes Um, i do have awesome co-workers um knowing yourself is knowing what is your strengths and weaknesses and one of my weaknesses is like i like to do everything myself i like i'm Mm -hmm. a list maker i like (laughs) and i have a hard time asking for help and i have and I have this wonderful coworkers. When they know that I'm drowning, they see this look in my eye, like, <laughs> like "Are you okay?" And instead of them like just saying like, "Oh, are you okay? You need you need anything?" They're like, "Okay, what can I help you with? What specific things can I help you with?" So um, it's usually like an anchor check or hang an IV med for me, and just mm-hmm. that one like sign, little kindness can turn change your energy from chaos to positivity. Yeah, it really makes a difference. Yeah. Like that one yeah. little thing. Yeah. It's like, like, oh my I gosh. Thank you. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I can breathe now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just being a good, like a good coworker goes both ways. Um, so it's like you see somebody else drowning and you're able to help, just jump in and just like, not like, oh, you poor thing. Like, look for specific ways to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just, and even if you like, okay, you offer and they say, no, no, no. Um, if it, even if you just say, hey, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, even with like new grads, I trained a lot of new grads, trained a lot of new nurses throughout my years. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <laughs> and I always say, I will let you swim, but I will not let you drown. And just oh, knowing, nice. having that behind in their brain, like, hey, there's somebody that's going to pick me out of the water if I need. I think that kind of sh- um, helps their mindset and mm-hmm. like helps them grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I am so loving all of this information that's coming out. Sorry, we have all of this background noise, which is abnormal, but but there's still very, very good content coming out, so I love it. 
Why do you enjoy helping people not only as a nurse, but in your personal life or day-to-day actions? I want to inspire people. I love to see people happy and healthy. Um, it just makes my heart happy. Um, and just yes. like showing them simple ways to realign their lives to positive outcomes is mm-hmm. like rewarding for me. Mm-hmm. So um, there's just like a trying to get them to see a balance between mind, body, and spirit. Um, Ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. I rely on self-care <laughs> to be able to care for others because I think it was about seven years I got burnt out. Um, just being a wife, a mother, a nurse on the floor, and just like That's waking up, mm-hmm. yeah, getting co- drinking coffee, taking ibuprofen, and just going, going, going. And before mm-hmm. you know it, it's like lunchtime, and you didn't even pee that day. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, and just it just made me so sick, and I was just like the sickness just told me to just stop. It just like I was in pain. I couldn't go on, and it just said, hey, your body just screamed out, you need Mm self-care. So after a lot of tests, procedures, medications, diet changes, Mm -hmm. and self-care, I was able to get healthy after about a year or so. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. the the mind, body, and spirit just needed a reboot, and it Mm -hmm. just say, hey, take care of me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) If If you don't hear the subtleties with what you know your surroundings the universe whatever you want to call it are are nicely letting you know it will one day it will just stop you um and force you to to take care of yourself so and like you can't give from an empty cup it's like you're just giving out giving out you're trying to do everything for everybody else but like just take like time for yourself go outside in the garden and just like just sit there and just take it in just go to the beach like something just for yourself Mm -hmm. and it's not selfish and if you guys didn't watch episode two those are some examples of how you can hold space for yourself so perfect she's just she's reiterating you know what we are what the essence here is perfect like for me i take the time in the morning to like when I wake up I read my um daily memory verse I pray I think Mm. of three things that I'm thankful for yes and to start my day and just to start it in a positive mindset like yes I try to balance my diet which includes like chocolate and (laughs) exercise yes and just trying to cultivate the energy that you want Uh Um, Mm -hmm. because you have to be kind to yourself so that to be kind to Yes, we we love to exercise. Um. <laughs> I mean, all the we need the good endorphins. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. What is one thing that you want the world to remember? Do you have an encouraging saying? Um, and you can, and all of this obviously has been from her heart, but she's yeah. You can choose something from your heart. Um, I just believe that um, a lot of people, like, I'm very spir- um, spiritual, and um, and is. a lot of people are praying f- praying for things, and, like, you can be an answer to those prayers, like, with your yes. kindness. Like, the ability to say a kind word, words, and a helping hand, it usually doesn't cost money, but it can change mm-hmm. a difficult day into a manageable day, and we have that power. Mm-hmm. Um 
some people are just struggling to get out of bed and we don't yes. know what their their struggles are and we use, we don't really need to know their whole life story to to show that kindness. Yes. Um so but we just can't make it harder. Cuz like somebody was like well Agreed. They, they got up, they brushed their hair, they went out into the store like you don't got to be mean to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So um one of my favorite memory verses is John 1, 5, mm-hmm. and it says, the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And just oh my gosh. be kind and be a light in the world. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It, that is so awesome. Um, and she brought all of this all together, and, um, and I guess we're done. Thank you for having me. We are so happy you came here. I mean, incredible, incredible information. And again, sorry, we have so much background noise. But um, yeah, thank you so much. All right, so now that we've met with Malia and she gave us so much good information about kindness and how kindness can go a very long way. You've learned here today that being kind to your co-workers, being kind to people that you take care of, or even being kind to a stranger means so much to that person. I hope you found useful tools here in the Strip Down to Love podcast. And now that the podcast is coming to an end, I want you to take a deep breath in and out. Seal up all of that good and yummy information that you found here in the podcast and take another deep breath in and out. I want you to remember that you are valued and you are an investment. Your success is important to me. Until next time.